Hello and welcome to the Yarra Jets podcast, the podcast for anyone who loses half their team when it's a little bit cold. Before we begin, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands in which we work, play, our football, and do lots of other things. That is for both of us today, the lands of the Wurundjeri people. Sovereignty was never ceded, and it always was, always will be Aboriginal land. So this podcast is going to be a little bit of a different one today. My name is Taryn. I am your host, as always, and as always with me is Fiona Dutchie-Holland. Dutchie, how you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm a bit nervous because I'm about to play a game tonight. Yes, she Uh is. So the reason why this podcast is a little bit different is, as you may know, if you're a regular listener, we record our podcasts on a Monday night because 99% of the time our games are, are done by Monday. In this case, the State Threes are playing on a Monday night, actually, 7.15pm on a Monday night. Now, by the time this podcast comes out, you're going to know the result of that game and Dutchie's going to talk you through it. But at the point of us recording right now, it is pre that game. So what we're going to do is we're going to, I'm going to run through the State Two game that occurred on Sunday. Um, We're going to have a little bit of a chat about the upcoming games as well, a pre-recorded scouting segment. But for all of the other segments, they are going to be recorded live on location at Kevin Bartlett Reserve on Monday night. So we're going to be asking all sorts of people trivia questions. We're going to be asking all sorts of people for their moments of the week. We're going to be asking all sorts of people about the food that we might encounter at Kevin Bartlett. It's going to be a little bit different, but it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. You ready, Who Dutchie? Who what we're going to get? Who knows? Players it's... don't even know they're going to be asked questions. It's going to be great. <laughs> it depends on who turns up too because it's, uh, it's well, a bit of a true. chilly one. It's a I bit don't know who's going to run the lines because we're down to 12 players already. <laughs> <laughs> Who are the real ones? Who are the real ones? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll start us off by talking us through the State 2 game uh, that occurred on Sunday against Mill Park. Now, this was a 3-2 win. And let me tell you, it was a little bit of a spicy one. There was, there was a bit of spice in this game. So... Look, as we have alluded to, uh, it's it's not just the state threes, also the state twos, also every other team in the whole comp has been hit by a combination of injuries and and sickness and COVID and everything that's going on uh, in the world that I'm sure everyone is familiar with, not just in their teams, but also in their workplaces and in their schools, if, if you're a child if you're listening for some reason, um, <laughs> you know, like every facet of our lives is being impacted at the moment and Football is obviously no different. Uh, we had two subs, uh, one of which was a deliriously ill Grace. So thank you for playing, Grace. But um, they were they were on Struggle Street. Um, but we got we got the dub, and uh, it was a real spicy one. So it was at home. Um, we knew Moor Park were going to be a challenge. They had won a lot of games. They were doing quite well in the league and, and we were coming off a, a real rough patch of form. And we 
they scored the first goal. So uh, this is my, that was my first game back after two weeks out with injury. And I, it was an innocuous ball across the goal and I blanked out and it went in the net. <laughs> so that was a bit of an inauspicious start uh, for me personally and for the team, but that's okay. We were one nil down, uh, but our spirits were not dampened and we came back. So the goal to make it one all was a uh, L charge down their goalkeeper. Um, it was almost a goal directly from the rebound, uh, but it came off the crossbar and then she was able to get the rebound from the crossbar and, and score, which was awesome. So one all back to parity. All of this happened pretty quick. Uh, a lot of the, like pretty much all the action happened pretty like at the beginning of the first half. And then almost like maybe like two or three minutes after, uh, Loz. Now this is my favorite goal of all time because Loz is a tall center back and she goes up for every single corner and every single free kick. And this is the first time this has ever happened. Loz scored a goal from a free kick with her head. And like, there was no deflection. There was no, like, it wasn't an own goal. There was no nonsense. It was literally just a powerful header from Loz. And it went. It was like the perfect header. It was the perfect header. It was amazing. She nailed it. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It was incredible. Um, hit the underside of the crossbar and went in. Uh, nothing the goalkeeper could do. It was perfect. And a perfect free kick from Maria, of course, as well. Uh, but that was awesome. So 2 1, we're in the lead. We're, we're cruising. And we were playing the better football, especially uh, around this time. We were, we were really playing good football. Uh, unfortunately, before half time, they hit back. It was, it was a bit of a nothing shot. Uh, I think they had a free kick. And so I was set up quite high because I was set up to like rush out and stop the ball. Um, and then someone's just kicked it from deep and it's just gone over my head and gone in. So annoying, but that was fine. I was too, too all at halftime and, you know, it's sort of, uh, I, I don't know, at, at halftime, it, it was clear that they were a good team. Um and it was clear that, you know, it was going to be a tough game, but we were playing the better football. And I think we sort of knew that if we played the same way in the second half, uh, if there were no more uh, disasters or, or brain stamps from, <laughs> from goalkeepers, um, it was going to be okay. And that's what occurred. We had a really, really good second half. Um, we scored. Do you know what? I'm recounting this without notes and I'm having a blank <laughs> touchy who scored the third goal um, oh it was Peter it was Peter yes, you That's told right. me this yesterday yes yes because um so it was a free kick and Peter we play we were playing three at the back with wing backs and Peter was the left wing back uh and she came uh at the far post and hit it first time I think I, like hit a half volley first time into the top of the goal Three, two, everyone's up and about. This was maybe like 10 minutes into the second half. So there's still plenty of the game to play. Uh, and we managed to hold out and we managed to win. And it was, it was very satisfying. It was a very satisfying result. It was also the reason why I said before the game that it was spicy. Um, now, Mill Park, oh, look, I don't know their lives. I don't know what they're like as human beings. They could be they could be fine off the field. We know they all get free rego. Yeah, they do all get free rego. They play for free. Yeah, good. I maybe mean, that influences who plays for the club. I don't know. Maybe. That's a big statement. I mean, that is a big statement. 
Oh, well, I just said it. Go on. (laughs) But, like, they were nasty. Like, and look, I want to be clear. Like, most games that we play, there's some pushing and shoving. There's some competitive tension. There's people really want to win. And and most of the time, there is an element of that. Um, 100%. People don't back down. You know, that's that's completely fine. Every other occasion that it's happened this season, you know, gets to the end of the game. Like I remember against King's Domain and I was just talking nonsense the whole second half, like, oh, referee, like long thing, whatever. Anyway, end of the game, their coach comes over to me and is just laughing and I'm laughing. And it's like, well, game's over now. We shake hands and and we laugh and like I could have a beer at the pub with them. It, it, it's, it's a bit depressing to say this, but the vibe from Mill Park was the opposite. Like I was, I'm not going, I'm terrified. I don't want to play away. I don't want to play them away. Like they were, the last 10 minutes of the game were genuinely nasty. And it's like. What were that, they doing? Was it just physical or was it verbal? Both. So right. um, the tackles were yeah, I think like Megan in particular in midfield and Maria just got absolutely like battered all game, like just thrown around. At one point, someone tried an AFL specky on, on top of someone. I can't remember who it was, but really? like someone's like, yeah, like her knee was in her back. Gosh. Um, there was, it was just really, really rough. Um, Thank God you beat them. And yes. So there was that element. There was also the element of like, you know, putting a lot of pressure. So Pete's goal. To be clear, and I like I'm not biased when I say this, she was nowhere near offside. The deception was because she was unmarked and she was making a back post run. And so she had lots of space. And so they're yelling at the ref, she's offside, she's offside. She was nowhere near offside. And like it it wasn't close. <laughs> it wasn't close. She was not offside. It was a goal. But the, the they carried on and carried on and um Loz took some throw-ins and to be fair some of the throw-ins were foul throws I don't know why he wasn't calling them <laughs> but the way they were carrying on and screaming and and like uh there was there was one striker in particular who again I don't know her life I don't know if she's you know I don't know I don't know if she's going through a rough time or something but she was like genuinely nasty at one point uh a call went against her and she's belted the ball away and like you know swearing and carrying on and yeah, it, 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 it's, it's, you know, there's, there's a difference between, again, when we've played teams before and it's, and it's competitive and, but, you know, you might lose or you might win or whatever the result is and you want to go back and, and play them again because you want to, you know, you, you want to beat them or you want to do better next time. And that's like the majority of experiences that we have. With Mill Park, it, it leaves a sour taste in the mouth because I don't want to go back. I don't want to. I wonder if they're expecting to win. Yeah, and I would suspect so. You guys so. took it to them and it threw them a bit. I would suspect so because their behavior definitely disintegrated when it was clear that we were the better football team. Yep. And it, it, it's just, as I say, it's not a good feeling. Like, yes, it was good to win and I'm glad that we won, but it actually doesn't feel good. Like, I didn't leave the field feeling good or satisfied and feeling like that was a good day out. And oh. that's not a feeling that you want to have because we're playing for fun (laughs) and you and you were playing in the rain you were all drenched yeah you know yeah so you know maybe this whole match report has has been uh, given with a bit of a you know a bit of a dolly downer or whatever but it, it, it does it is upsetting when stuff like that occurs because most of the time I you know we sit here and it's all in good fun and ha 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 like grassroots football like 
oh, it was got a bit of argy bargy today. <laughs> um, but <laughs> sometimes it like crosses a line where it's really just depressing and it's really just like, what did I, you know, what like come on, like we're we're playing grassroots football. It's it it's not, you know, there's a there's a line between passion and just being a prick. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. It's not actually nice when you're on the receiving end of that. And to tell you the truth, like we were pushing back at the end because the ref wasn't doing anything about it. We were giving as good as we were getting at the end and someone could have been hurt. And it was just not a good environment to be in. Um, so anyway, that's me being depressed about it but we won we got three points and it's good because it's been a few weeks since we had a win is that right yeah correct yeah Yeah. so So we had uh, yeah yeah Yeah. and it's very close on the ladder now so I think we're currently fourth or fifth but there is only like there's three points separating second and seventh so we're right up there I think we're one point behind second yeah, yep. King King's Domain are running away with it a little bit now, but we're yep. one point behind second. Um, yep. So I definitely think we're up there in the mix of those good teams. Um, and even some of the games you've lost, you possibly should have won some of them. You know, yeah. you've been unlucky, I think. I, I, in my personal opinion, I think King's Domain was the best team that we've played so far, yep. and we lost 2-1 to them, could have drawn. Um, I think they were actually a better team than Bo Morris, who beat us 3-1. Uh, yeah. Bo Morris were, were were a good team. We're a good team. I'm not saying they didn't deserve their win, um, but I, I I think in my personal opinion, Kings Domain were better. People have different opinions. Um, and then the other game we lost against Bayside Argonauts. I didn't watch. Many people have said that we were by far the better team, and that was very frustrating. So, yeah. you know, I think it's not like uh, it's we're not far away from anyone, which is great actually. It's a very even league, which is nice to be in. Uh, but we're we're definitely, definitely, definitely in the conversation for for top two or three. Uh, Kings may not have to drop some points, but if they do, if we can beat them the second time around, we're we're even in the conversation for that as well. So it was a good win. Um, next few games are going to be crucial. Uh, but yeah, it's hard to sort of I don't know. It's hard to get away from the. Uh, you know, just the, the ill feeling at the end, you know. Um, I think any any team that you play, again, you, you get competitive, you get argy-bargy, but at the end of the day, you shake hands and you move on. And it's really disappointing when when another team doesn't respect that. Um, mm. Yeah, that's it. We're going really to watch Mill Park. <laughs> next time we play them gonna keep an eye well it'll be it'll be away it'll be away next time yep all right i'm coming are we there (laughs) um do i have a player of the match now this is again really difficult because i think we played really well we played good football across the board like i want to emphasize that we played really good football i did give it to maria because I think that she made such a huge difference. Uh, we have, so we started off the season playing a 4 3 3. We're now playing a, a like 5 3 2 um, with wing backs. So Maria started playing as one of the two strikers and then dropped back into the 10. And in both those roles, she just adds something different that uh, when she doesn't play, we don't have. Um, she also assisted the free kick. Um, goal that Loz scored, which is awesome. I think she may have also assisted Pete's goal because I think it may have come directly from the free kick. 
So that was awesome. Great game. You know, two assists maybe, unless I'm, I don't know, maybe she didn't assist the second one, but whatever. Two assists uh, made a huge difference. Uh, got beaten up all game as well. So, so yeah. Good effort, Maria. Well done. She's not, not too sore uh, after that one, but, um, you know, special mentions to, I mean, to everyone really. Uh, Candles and Pete playing wingbacks is so physically demanding. Uh, you really have to cover the whole length of the field. And it's funny because the amount of times I'd be like, get back, you know, come back and defend. And then like one second later would be like, where are you? Run forward. (laughs) It's so so hard uh, to do that role. So kudos to both of them. Um, And then, of course, Loz scoring that goal is so good. I'm so happy for her because the amount of times, like, Dutchie, you'll know as someone who often comes forward for corners and, and free kicks, mm-hmm. how rarely that actually comes off and how satisfying yeah. it is when it does. Loz is always pretty competitive in that mix, so mm. she's always close. So it's not surprising she finally got one. Now, Dutchie, because it was so cold and, and raining, there were a number of people watching from their cars. Were you one of those people? I did pop in. I was like, do I drop in? Do I not? And I was driving by and it was... Uh, pissing down with rain and I'm like I'll just pull in for a bit and see if I can see anything um so I pulled in for like five minutes and watched and then it was pretty miserable there were no spectators it's not fun watching soccer on your own in the car you go there so you can stand on the sidelines and you know have a chat Mm. um so I stayed for about five minutes and then left (laughs) sorry (laughs) I saw something go in the net you you were the keeper but it was an offside I think but I couldn't uh, see because yes. I was right behind the goal. I couldn't even tell it was offside. And I'm like, oh, no one's that excited about that goal. And then I realized they oh, did offside. score. They did score an offside goal. Yeah. yeah. I think that was yeah. I think that was when we were winning 2-1. Um, yeah, okay. And it was ended up being a one-on-one. It went through my legs, I think. But I did yeah, the I did happened. the keeper sprawly thing. It and just looked miserable, Taryn. I was just like, God, it's so cold out there. I don't know how you and you were wearing like shorts or three-quarter pants or something. You looked yeah. freezing. Oh, I was very cold. Hello, so this is editing Taryn here, reporting from the future. What you're about to hear is a series of clips from the ground. And because they were from the ground, we didn't really introduce anyone. So the voices that you're going to hear, you're going to hear Heather, who is a state two defender. She usually plays centre back, has dabbled in right back this season as well. You'll hear Cookie, who normally plays for the State Threes, however, is injured at the moment. She did her calf in the warm-up a few weeks ago, but is recovering, trained this week, so we'll see her on the pitch again. You will also hear the voice of Kel. Kel doesn't play. Kel is my partner, so she was not (laughs) introduced at all. Her voice was completely out of context, but that is who is there in the sideline clips. We don't really do a... uh, I guess, recap of the State 3 game. You'll kind of hear it as it goes on as we're doing the segments uh, because we're doing it live as the game is happening. It did end up being a 3-0 uh, loss. Fitzroy City won, unfortunately, but lots of extenuating circumstances. Dashi found herself in goals um, after after I couldn't fill in and uh, Gertie was unavailable with sickness. So few extenuating circumstances the girls played well and I will leave it to us at the ground to recount the rest of it all right so I'm here at the ground at Kevin Bartlett Reserve and I have it's very noisy it's right next to a road okay and we're on the the side where the uh 
where the <laughs> benches are is a road. Cal's laughing at me. I mean, it's 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 noisy. It has it's to be freeway. said. It's not a freeway. Okay, well, it's a freeway. I mean, that's a type of road. So <laughs> I don't know why you're having go at me, but right, I've got <laughs> I've got Heather and I've got Cookie here, and I have a trivia question for you both. So my question is. So it's, it's currently Fitzroy City versus the Ages. It's currently nil all early on in the second half. The last time Fitzroy City and the played in the same league together was 2018. It was, it was State League 2. So a lot of current and former Jetties, that Megan just got fouled, she's fine. A lot of current and former Jetties would have been playing against each other in this season. Okay. Where did both teams finish on the ladder? In 2018. In 2018. Well, I wouldn't have been on that team, so I don't have to be too embarrassed for not knowing where Fitzroy City finished on the ladder. I'm thinking that Yara Jets probably finished higher than Fitzroy. Maybe. Cookie, do you know? I'm guessing last and second last. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> It was last and second last, and Heather was absolutely correct in saying that Fitzroy City came last, and Yara Jets came second last. So there you go, bit of a bit of trivia there. Um, I think that means we're all winners tonight. <laughs> On a podcast, when I realised that um, we had a similar love for a soccer movie, Bend It Like Beckham. <laughs> Now, I was 15 when Bend It Like Beckham came out. It was a formative movie in my adolescence Mm -hmm. and, you know, growing my love for the game. Um, Now, I've looked up some fun trivia questions about Bend It Like Beckham, and this one was unknown to me just two minutes ago, but I love it so much. Okay, so apparently um, the words bend and Beckham were virtually unknown in the US in 2002 when the movie came out. So what alternative title did US movie executives suggest to make it um, more familiar to US audiences? Now I'll give you a clue. Mm. It is similarly alliterative. Kick it like an NFL player whose name starts with K. No, <laughs> no we, we, did ha- we did have some well-known soccer players at that time. The, the goalkeeper? There was, the, there was a goalkeeper. Well, Taryn, I'm a little disappointed you're not thinking of female soccer players. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, of course, the 99 World Cup. The 99 is the shirt off. Mm. Brady Chastain. Yes. You, you got, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Cookie's like, no, 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 no. Curl it like Chastain? Curve it like Chastain? Uh... Close. Ooh. I mean, you're on the, you're on the right track. Um, no, it was going to be move it like Mia for Mia Ham. Oh, Mia Ham! I actually love that though, and I'm really upset at myself that I defaulted to men, the very thing that I rail against regularly. I don't often think about men, but apparently I did. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm happy to report that they never actually used that title. It was also called Bend It Like Beckham in the U.S. Um, so that's a point for the guests, I think. Yeah, good, good job, good job. Now, I had plans today to talk about the food that we might encounter because it is one of our segments, of course. We talk about the food, the away games we're at. Uh, Fitzroy City on this auspicious Monday night have not opened a canteen 
So, disappointing. Disappointing. Not that we can talk, because we don't have a canteen. But it's just another facet of disappointment from Fitzroy City. Par for the course. I was hoping for Jabavbi. <laughs> Sorry, can you say that again? Can you say, can you say that word again? <laughs> what, was, what was that word? hoping for shavabi and that's all for the food segment so Fitzroy City have just scored we're 1-0 down and it's okay do you know what it's okay how is how is it okay Heather it absolutely is okay there's time left to equalize and I have every confidence that we will so do I cookie comment it is fine. What is will be. <laughs> We're very zen here on the, the sideline supporting crew. Kel, do you have any comments? It's very cold. It's very cold. That's the word here at Kevin Bartlett Reserve. So Kel has a question for the podcast uh, that I think everyone needs to hear. I'm just wondering why Fitzroy City is situated in Burnley. I mean, it's not Fitzroy City, is it? Um... Unless my geographical skills are severely <laughs> let me down, I would say it's actually very close to south of the river. Mm. Where, so definitely not. And we can't ever go south of the river, can we, Cal? <laughs> we don't want to talk about what happens. We don't so. want to talk about south of the river. We don't, want to, we don't want to go there. And this is dangerously close. And it's a bit scary, to be honest. I mean, you do play in the southeast division, so we do regularly travel south of the river. And do we like it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Heather, something just happened in this game. What just happened? Well, Fitzroy City, unfortunately, scored a second goal. So now we're down um, 2-0. But, but... (laughs) (laughs) Date. Dutchie has just made a magnificent save, so you know we're we're still in it. There's time left. I I still think they could come back, get at least one in. Um, they're really fighting for every ball. So we did just that. The pause was panic, but she made a save, so it's it's fine. It's fine. It's all good here at Kevin Butler Reserve. Thank you. All right, so we're approaching the end of the game and. Oh no, oh no. Oh, I'm going to live commentate it. Oh, I've just live commentated a Fitzroy goal. I've just live. Co- that was not my intention. That was not. If I was commentating an MPL game and I had that tone of voice, I would, I would have done a terrible job. But, you know, they've been under pressure now at the back for probably 10 minutes straight. Just shot after shot, a couple of free kicks right outside the box. I think it's fair to say we're tired now, aren't we? I think, I think we're a bit tired. Um, I think. You know, when it was 0-0, they were feeling like a win was possible. Once the second goal happens, maybe you resign yourself to the fact that you might lose. (laughs) That's very sad. But that's okay, because... Oh, great ball by Claire. Just chipped it over the player. Do you know what? We're having fun, and that's the important thing. That's something that they'll never have. I'm I'm sure they have fun. That's a deeply unfair thing to say. They seem like. They, well, they seem like, you know, a squad of very normal human beings that yeah, probably... are they having fun is the question. I don't... I'm not saying they're bad people. <laughs> but are they having fun? And I don't think they are. Well, they would be having much more fun if they played for the Jetties, isn't that I right? totally agree. 
So we're approaching the end of the game now and I think it's about time that we do our moments of the week because it's been a week. Heather, do you have a moment of the week? Um, well, since I get the... Oh, thank God. Dutchie just saving that ball right there. But um, I get to go first for the moment of the week. Please make sure I'm first when you edit this. Of course. So um, I'm going to claim our win. Uh, we were on a little bit of a mini losing streak, so I feel like we all really wanted a win. Um, beating the second on the ladder it was just the icing on the cake. Seeing the looks on their faces <laughs> as the minutes ticked down and they got increasingly frustrated that they were losing to us was just so satisfying. I think we all took a lot of pleasure out of beating them. Um, and I hope we do again next time we meet. Hell yeah. Well, my moment of the week this week was coaching my under-13s, and we lost. It was a significant loss. Uh, We lost 5-0, but we were missing our three best players, and we had no subs. So it do be like that sometimes, but I don't know. Just their, like, enthusiasm and their, like, you know, they just love playing, and they improve every week, and it, like, makes me really motivated to play. It's really nice, actually. Um, Yeah, it, it reminds me, like when we have some some crap times and like tonight sucks a bit because it would be nice to to be fifth row but you know it's like it's just a game and like oh that was a bad tackle by rocket anyway when we you know when the kids play and they have such enthusiasm and they're so wholesome and it's just nice so that's my moment of the week so we're not going to do a full rundown of the game but this is this is dutchy just off the pitch dutchy you've been in goals yeah, I, play, I played goalkeeper, which was a surprise. I didn't have gloves. I didn't have a proper goalkeeper jersey. I haven't, like, what's it called when you kick, like, not a goal kick, the other like, one? Like a punt? Yeah, I haven't done one of those in years. So the first few were a bit <laughs> scratchy, and then they were going really high. <laughs> and then I kind of got it. I yeah. got some good ones. Anyway, um, so I had three goals scored in me all in the second half, but the team played amazingly well. Um, lots of passing in the midfield, a lot better than the previous few weeks, which was great. We just need to score. Uh, that's our next step. But overall, really great game. I am very, very annoyed we lost against Fitzroy City. Mm. Um, I did do a quick check-in with the girls after the game and I just let them know that there hasn't been any posts about them on Instagram <laughs> and they need to take that to the club. <laughs> and I also checked, you know, how, I checked in on how it's been and they said, look, it's okay. We got discounted fees this year. That old chestnut will always get them. Anyway, the coaches yelled at them something ridiculous. It was so bad. The girls were so anxious. Don't know why they come to this club, but anyway, they do. We'll beat them next time for sure. There's always a home for them at the jetties, eh? There's always a home at the jetties, girls. Woo! The jetties! So now, moving back to another pre-recorded segment after you've heard what is hopefully not completely shambolic from the ground and after the Stay 3 game. Now, Dutchie, next week we have two more games. Stay 2 is playing against a team I don't know because I don't have a run sheet in front of me because we're ill-prepared. Dutchie, tell us who we're playing and how, who they are. You're playing Brunswick Zebras. Okay. And I believe you're playing at their home ground, which is very close to our home ground. Um, now, they are currently sixth on the ladder, so they're just below Yarra Jets. They've had three wins, two draws and two losses. They've got a goal difference of seven. Uh, of note, the teams that they have beaten is Melbourne Uni, Berwick and Bo Morris. 
Well, they beat Bo Morris. They beat Bo Morris. But, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't be afraid of that. Mm. I reckon you'll give them a good run for their money. Um, yeah, they look like quite a good side. I think, you know, Brunswick Zebras, I don't know, have you ever played them before? Like, they've got that nice little pitch on the edge of Merry Creek there. Yeah. Right in series. Yeah, I've like played at that pitch before. It is a lovely pitch. Yeah, it's always a nice kind of vibe when you go there. They've got, it looks like, three women's teams. So they've got State 2, State 3 and State 4. So they're doing quite well. Um, so their list, they've got a good list. And I think, you know, their State 3 team is in our league and they're near the bottom of the ladder. So they've obviously got a bit of a difference in kind of the players. Um, and clearly all of their great players are in the State 2 team by the looks of things. Um, yeah, so I think, you know, it's always nice when you go there and play them. They're a friendly club. I tried to do a bit of scouting on their website. Um, the website's not really updated at all, but um, had a look at their Facebook page. They look to do quite a few social things. So they had a comedy night recently. They've had a trivia night already this season. So they're all about, you know, the community and raising money and that kind of thing. The thing that I did notice is all of the female players have had professional photography. So as in like player, player shots, right? So um, I've seen them around gem, gem photography. They go around to some of the different matches and take photos of clubs. Mm -hmm. So they've done all of their pictures and every time there's a game, they feature one of the players and say, okay, we've got this team this week. I thought that was kind of cool. So, you know, I was, yeah. I was happy with their socials in that respect. Um They've got, you know, so their they post, because of that, there's quite a, the, the women feature quite a bit on their socials, which is good as well. Because um, normally you see the men's teams all have their, you know, the men's shots introducing this person or we've signed this player again. So I like that. Um, they didn't have an Instagram that I could find. So look, as far as scouting goes, they just look like a friendly team. I reckon you'll beat them. Great. Yeah, it's uh I did look through the next three fixtures are pretty crucial for us because they're three games that we can and should win uh yep. so we've got brunswick zebras then we've got melbourne uni yep. uh then we've got berwick and berwick are, i don't berwick have lost all of their games so far didn't you play um, berwick the first round did. You did. yeah 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 yep. um but the next three are, are crucial because like th where you finish in the league it, it matters far more how you deal with the teams that you should beat uh than the sort of you know top top games you know um yep. To give a Premier League example, Liverpool almost won the Premier League having not beaten any of the other top four teams all season. And they finished, you know, still with like a record high points tally, all of that. So, yeah. you know, it's more about what we do against in the next three weeks, I think, that is going to determine where we finish more, you know, and yeah, if we can beat Kings Domain, awesome. That's a six point turnaround. You know, it might, we might be closer to winning, but I think, you know, just not lose sight of the fact that these sorts of games, getting three points from them is really, really crucial as well. Yes, good point. So, yeah, well, hopefully I think you'll win and win the next two as well. Move hope up so. on the ladder. It'll be so good. <laughs> so good. So. I hope so. I gave you permission, Taryn, because you were meant to help us out tonight, but um, you're a bit <laughs> sore, is that correct? I'm very sore. I played yeah. most of uh, most of the game on one leg. <laughs> well, I tried to. I tried so hard to talk you into it. Like, I don't care if you're injured. I don't care if you're sore. And then I did think about the state twos and the fact that they could get fairly high on the ladder. And I'm like, uh, like I really want to beat Fitzroy City. Is why I want you to play. But at the end of the day, state two 
could you know end up being quite high on the ladder and you need to be fit so kind of exciting um, thanks for your permission Dodgy. no I'm <laughs> I am I'm sad that I'm missing tonight and uh you've just heard about the results so hopefully it was a good one regardless um because I'll be depressed if it's not <laughs> <laughs> Well, do you want to hear about our game next week? I do. I do. So we're playing top of the ladder, <laughs> Daniel City. Oh, no. <laughs> they are undefeated. They've won every game. Their current goal, and I think the uh, the results, one of their games isn't hasn't even been updated yet. So they've probably won. No, they've won seven now because I checked their socials and I could see they had a win, but it's not updated on Fo- Football Victoria. Um, their goal difference on Football Victoria is 33. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a game that it's being played on a long weekend. Like we all just want to go away for the long weekend and we've got to bloody play Banyol City, um, <laughs> which is a bit annoying. Just as an example, <laughs> they beat Clifton Hill. So we played Clifton Hill several weeks ago and we lost 8-0. They beat Clifton Hill 8-1. <laughs> Oh no! I'm a little bit nervous. Do, do you think? Do you think this is so bad? This is the opposite of being a hype woman, and I should not be saying this on the podcast. But um, do you think that maybe you know chuck in an early forfeit? It's only a three 0 loss, and then you go and you enjoy your long weekend. Yep. Yeah. Well, someone else has suggested that. <laughs> They would hate us, wouldn't they? They would absolutely hate us. <laughs> no, no, um, no, no. You're, you're going to win. Every game is a learning opportunity. Well, you never know. You never know. They beat Swinburne on the weekend, I think, 10-1. Oh, no. I think that's what I saw. Something like that. So you can score against them. Often you only score one goal. But um, I think our defence, well, Nia, we know isn't playing, um, <laughs> which is probably why I'm a little bit nervous. So I'm looking looking for a great central defender to play next to, mm. um, because it sounds like we're gonna it's gonna be a bit of a challenging game. I did start to look at their socials, but um, their website hadn't been updated for ages, and they had a tab. And I do look. I kind of make comments about people's websites. At the end of the day, we're community clubs and we're all volunteers. Yeah, but um, you know had. For each team, they had the men's team and photos of all the players and whatnot. Then they had the women's team and it just had expression of interest form. So it like mm. made it seem like they don't have any women playing, but they clearly <laughs> do because they're bloody thrashing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wonder if um, maybe this is a club that only recently has had a women's program and it's one of these situations where, you know, they've gotten a lot of good players and, and they're rocketing through the league. Well, because... it looks like they've only got the one team from what I can tell, mm. what I can tell on their socials. They're definitely posting about all the women's results because they're, you know, they're thrashing everyone. So everyone's like, great win again. And oh, you should play <laughs> AFL when you're scoring that many goals and whatever. <laughs> Stop being supportive. Shut up. <laughs> yep. I want to beat them and we're gonna win. All right. <laughs> uh it's it's yeah, teams like that. Um the state league system is a bit of a shambles sometimes. <laughs> like yep. teams that just know where they should be. Um yep. where extremely didn't check where lucky. they were last year or what happened, but yeah, maybe you're right. I think the club's fairly old, but maybe they've only recently had a women's team or yeah, maybe, or maybe they've recently started backing it properly. I mean, yeah. um, as I say, we're extremely lucky in our state two competition that it is a very even competition. There is, you know, good teams and less good teams, but it's 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 even. There's none of these 
teams that emerge from nothing to become the greatest team you've ever seen. There's a yeah. few of them in state three and not just in your competition. Uh, I commentated George Cross uh, on last week um, and credit to them. Their socials are incredible. Georgie's women on Instagram, like go look at that. If you want to see a model for how a, a stately club can, can um, oh, I will. market their women's for socials. Cause that was amazing. But yeah, state three uh making it to the quarterfinals of the nike cup with a little bit of luck but they beat a state two team they beat a state three team uh state one team as well sorry and like thrashed the state one team as well did they um, so good who was the state one team they thrashed eh, not someone in northwest not someone from us okay i think maybe i don't know i can't remember but regardless i i did my research before the game now it's out of my head yeah um you know, for them to to make that that level, and they this year they invest a lot in signing. Well, I, you know, I don't know if they are, are paying these players, but they've had a lot of players come down from state one to play for them this season. And you know, I think that's another example. We talk about it a little bit is how skewed the pyramid can be sometimes. Um, yeah. Partly because, to be fair, the last two years have been no season and then half a season. So I think in yeah. those two years, a lot of clubs have been like, we're going to invest in our women's team, which is awesome. Um, but or, it means or that... the opposite in that they've lost their women's team and yeah. it's created slots in fixtures and they've just been filled kind of randomly. Kind of well, randomly. Probably, yeah. Maybe not randomly. I don't know. I'm sure there's some thought to it, but well, yeah. It's a bit random. I mean, yeah. We'll like, blame COVID. Yes. I think COVID is a big, I think in like, two or three years time the pyramid's going to make more sense and be more normal yep. but until then we're going to be seeing these teams with these ridiculous disparities and it is what it is every game is a learning experience though Dutchie so well that's is. true every game is a learning experience it's it's a you know you're testing yourself against good players you're having a run around where else would you do you know what I said to my kids um who lost again on the weekend. But a few weeks ago, we got absolutely thrashed. We only had seven players against nine. And I said to my kids, I said to them, do you know what? No sad faces. It's all good. You get to play with your best mates. It's sunny. Sun is shining. You've had a run around. You've had a feed. You know what? No sad faces. It's all good. And that's what I'm going to say to you guys. Tonight. <laughs> against Banyul. <laughs> uh, against Banyul. Yeah. No Fair. sad faces. It's yeah. Okay. Bet you it's going to be bloody raining as well. <laughs> anyway, no, but you are right. Like, you know, we all know we missed a lot of games because of COVID yeah. and coming back, it's just nice to be back on the pitch. It certainly is. Well, it's better when you're winning. Yes. But it is nice to be on the pitch. It certainly is. Well, we'll wrap it up there. It's been a pleasure to have your company today. My name is Taryn. I've been joined by Fiona Dutchie Holland. And I've also been joined by various people at the grounds who I don't know who that'll be yet because I'm pre-recording this. <laughs> Hopefully a lot of people. Uh, although judging by Dutchie's uh, furtive look outside, maybe not because it's cold and raining. But real fans turn up anyway. You can follow us. <laughs> we'll see who turns up, Taryn. <laughs> we'll see we'll see you can follow us on twitter at yara jets pod you can follow me on twitter at taron Hedo, and you can follow dutchy on twitter at fiona holland and you cannot under any circumstances follow any of the other people because i don't know who they are yet and i can't plug their socials but they probably don't want you to follow them anyway
I don't reckon any of them will be on Twitter. No. Stay off Twitter. I don't. It's terrible. It ruins my life. But I'm addicted. So it's, it's what it is. <laughs> on that note, have a lovely morning, afternoon, or evening, and goodbye. <laughs>